This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Coming at you live from Westfield, Indiana, site of the Bears and Colts dual practices. The two teams just wrapped up their practices on Wednesday and Thursday, and now they will play a well, preseason game on Saturday in Indianapolis. The Bears and the Colts, the Bears playing in their second preseason game as they do it on the road for the first time in the preseason. Let's get right down to business, though. We learned something from the Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus, specifically when we asked him about his playing time, that is Justin Fields' playing time for Saturday night against those Colts. No, he's not. He's not. He's not playing. No, he is not playing. And our the selected starters uh, that we have are, are not playing in the game uh, because of the work we've done here. Uh, we decided that last night. And uh, that's what we're going with. So we'll get a lot of great opportunity. I talked to the backups uh, just now um, and last last night about uh, the opportunity they have ahead of them getting all these reps. And uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for those guys. Yeah, the joint practices, you know, that's not something that we'll always do. I can't say that, but it's something that we're doing this year. And that's what we thought was best for our football team at this time. Uh, and then we will discuss the third game going forward. You know, we got a bunch of good practices next week against each other. Uh, heading into that Buffalo week, and we'll decide at the latter part of that week what's going to happen. Yeah, so Justin Fields not going to play in the second preseason game. That became sort of obvious here yesterday with him getting all these reps and going up against a different team in the Indianapolis Colts that he would get the night off. And as Flew said, a lot of the starters, so that is certainly not anything to be alarmed about. I personally hope that Justin Fields gets a decent amount of playing time in the third preseason game. He did Last year, he got a decent amount in that third game. We'll see how they handle it. Not clear at this point how Matt Eberflus wants to handle Justin Fields for the third preseason game, but I think he needs it. One of the things that Eberflus was discussing as a whole in regards to the offense is that the individual drills look good. Seven on seven looks sharp again for Justin Fields. I think he was eight for eight in the Thursday night practice and seven on seven and individual drills look good as well. A little shaky though in team drills and 11 on 11. And that was something that Matt Eberflus talked about how the team needs to get better in actual team drills, which ultimately obviously is the most important thing. So Flus was pretty adamant about that tonight in terms of not just Justin Fields in the offense, but the defense as well. Speaking of which, Another 
defensive starter mispracticed last night. This time, Eddie Jackson mispracticed. I mean, you've already got guys like Tremaine Edmonds and Jaquan Brisker out, and now Eddie Jackson misses the practice. Now, Matt Eberflus did tell us about that, that it is not a long-term injury, so we are to assume that it is day-to-day. And so far, all of these injuries have been deemed non-serious ones until – you know, we find out something different, but hopefully that simply won't be the case. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. One guy who has returned to the Bears defense in a light way over the last two days, but it's good to see that number 95 out there. That is Demarcus Walker of the seven sacks last year for Tennessee. He has returned, and I had asked him about a certain edge rusher the Bears signed recently. What was your reaction when Yannick Ngakwe signed? Oh, man, I was happy. I mean, I know you guys was pushing for it for a long time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I see y'all. You know, <laughs> I mean, Yon is definitely somebody who I'm eager to learn from. I mean, that's one thing about me. I never feel like there's something I cannot learn. You know, if it's from the younger guys, watching. Well, I watch their I watch their tape too. Figure out what new moves, what's something that's evolving. Because there's, you know, every every day is a new day. So I'm always willing to learn. I thought it was interesting. Like the more I thought about that answer from Demarcus Walker when he was kind of like saying, I see you guys writing about that. Like, you know, that's a little point of pride. Like Demarcus Walker is here to play defensive end for the Bears and sack the quarterback. And we were pretty restless about the idea that the Bears needed to sign another defensive end to go with the guys that they have already because there's just not a lot of depth or guys that you could plug in and count on to get to the quarterback. So I thought about that from his perspective and, you know, Shaquem Green as well, you know, a couple veterans that the Bears brought in this year to – play compliment to defensive end and Yannick Ngakwe he's the guy now we'll see about Dominique Robinson and will Travis Gibson look as good as he did in that first preseason game in this preseason game which I assume he will play in and then once the season starts assuming that he does make the team but I did think that was interesting one other thing from Demarcus Walker you know there are more skirmishes in the practice on Thursday Nothing that got out of hand. I didn't see any punches thrown or anything like that. Just normal, hold me back kind of stuff. But I thought that the Marcus Walker was pretty honest about why this kind of stuff happens when you get two teams together. Here's DeMarcus. Oh, no, man. I guess when you got a lot of guys battling and a lot of, you know, testosterone, you know, it, it just happens. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, I mean, I was wondering if a bunch of, you know, tech guys, if they had this type of atmosphere, would they have the same type of results, you know? So I don't know, man. I mean, there's a lot of testosterone going out, man. And, you know, uh, people's fighting and it's competitive. So, I mean, I love it. You know what I'm saying? It gives you the juices flowing. And uh, I'm excited that, you know, at least, you know, the guys come out healthy. Yeah, I mean, I love that he asked about, you know, (laughs) a bunch of tech guys would get out there. Tech guys scare me, though. Like, if they were out on the field and in a skirmish, I think they would just be condescending to everybody, wouldn't they? Tech guys, move. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess, you know, testosterone and 
bunch of guys, a bunch of competitive, really strong dudes out on a football field who don't play for each other or on different teams. Of course, you're going to get that just the way it is. That's And that's to be expected as long as it doesn't get completely out of control like we've seen with other teams. And we've seen with the Bears in the past, too, when things have gotten out of control as well. What else do I have? Oh, yeah, yeah, a couple other things. Cody Whitehair missed the practice tonight, or he was in there early and then apparently hurt his hand. And, you know, we've been kicking this around like, who is the Bears' backup center if Cody Whitehair goes down? Well, we had to find out last night, and it was old Doug Kramer. Old Doug Kramer from Illinois, who was a later-round draft pick of Ryan Poles last year, so he's playing in his second year. And, yeah, he seemed to comport himself just fine. Matty Ruflu said nice things about him. But I don't think you want Doug Kramer starting at center over Cody Whitehair, so hopefully he's going to be okay. For the record, you're like, what about Lucas Patrick? Hasn't been practicing. He was in shorts and a T-shirt. Does not give off the indication of a person who is going to be playing much. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, Jatari Carter continues to play a big role. Nate Davis was out there as well, but he's in ramp-up mode. But, yeah, you really, really hope that Cody Whitehair can make his way back in because there's been too many good vibes about the offensive line and how cohesive they are and having had that offensive line set from the OTAs. But now you have a situation where Nate Davis has barely played and you hope that Cody Whitehair's injury is not a big deal. For the record, Flew said at the time he did not know how serious the injury was. So hopefully we get an update on that in a couple of days. The last thing I have for you is my guy, Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins talking about tonight was a rough night for Justin Fields. And the question that Tevin Jenkins was asked, what is Fields' demeanor when things are going particularly well? What's he like in the huddle? What's the offense like? Here's Tevin Jenkins. I mean, it's it's not even only up to Justin. You know, it's anybody can do that in the huddle. Anybody can do that. But what, to, to answer your question, Justin himself, I say he's the same, but, you know, he tries to motivate us to get going. You know, we, we he knows we need to pick it up. We know we need to pick it up. You know, in the huddle, it's not only Justin doing that because, you know, there's only there's, you have one out of 11 people on the field being littered. You need you ultimately need to have more than that. Yeah, I mean, and we heard similar things from Robert Tunyon, Bob Tunyon, as they call him out there. I don't know if I'm on a Bob basis with him yet, but I think eventually I'd like to be able to have that moment in the locker room when I go up to Robert Tunyon and I say, hey, Bob, doing okay, Bob? Okay, Bob. But anyway, you know, Robert Tunyon said, look, Justin Fields has got enough on his plate. He doesn't have to be the vocal guy. I mean, I think that's something that he's got to raise a little bit. He's got to be like the dominant voice. But, you know, as Tevin Jenkins was indicating right there, you know, it's got to be everybody. But Justin Fields is your starting quarterback. So everybody's going to look to him and everything starts with Justin Fields. And you know that. I know that. We all understand what is going on with Justin Fields, and we're all looking for that next level out of him in every way, shape, and form, whether it is leadership, downfield passing, short pat, whatever the case may be, ball protection. We're all looking for that next level out of Justin Fields. That is going to be it. Again, no Justin Fields playing on Saturday. Bears get a day off on Friday. And I'll be reporting from the game. Hey, Justin Fields or no Justin Fields, I will be in Indianapolis on Saturday reporting. You can get my reports on Twitter, as you see, up on the board at Mark Grody Sports. I'm also on Instagram. I like to hang out there as well, at Mark underscore Grody. Appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you guys watching. And I'll talk to you soon. For Ray Diaz, our executive producer, I'm Mark Grody, and I'll talk to you guys soon.